White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Win Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at Eckernwall23. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and this show is at Locked On Sox on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTube. Go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 312-566-8727 to leave us a voice message. We'll see them. And the funny part is I like looking at the Google translate version, your uh, transcript of your voicemail. So 312-566-8727 and see what name they call me and Chris tranny and, and blurb. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, why would somebody be named tranny or blur or blurb? (laughs) It is is a helpful tool because then I can see what the topic is without listening. That way I can keep it, uh, you know, spontaneous in the moment and and we can react live. Like when I'm playing these voicemails, it's the first time I'm hearing them in most times. So I enjoy that. It's an effective tool to know what the topic is. So thanks, AI. Take over. (laughs) Fix it up, AI. Yeah. Lockedonsocks at gmail.com is the way you can send us an email. How's your evening going? I don't know. Uh, if we made it to Pittsburgh, okay, I'm doing great. I've never been better, to be honest with you. Um, we may be dead right now. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be weird if we were actually dead? Um, I mean, be, this would be the most listened to Locked on Socks of all time. Like, dude. Please, if we die, guys, <laughs> just send us a lot of money. Our family's a lot of money. Yeah, and make them like millionaires <laughs> and listen to this a lot and laugh. It's like, well, and and don't lie on me. Don't just like, man, Herb was one of the greatest people of all time. Stop it. It's like Herb was I. Yeah. When I die, you jerks. Same, but yeah, we we're on our way to Pittsburgh right now. We're probably st- if you're listening to this early, if you're one of the 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 overnighters who checks the show out, we probably are not even in Pittsburgh yet. But uh, we are brought to you today by Lockdown MLB. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Lockdown MLB for. A unique look at the majors both present and past featuring exciting guest interviews routine check-ins from the lockdown mlb network's team of local experts and insightful analysis on the day's biggest stories lockdown mlb is the single best source for daily baseball talk subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts and we will talk to sully tomorrow here on lockdown of white Sox. we got an episode from the vaults we're talking about white Sox cultural things so uh be, be on the lookout for that as we're uh, as we're sleeping off uh, some Iron City light tomorrow morning, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, when what I alluded to us maybe not being alive, we are currently uh, on on uh, our way to Pittsburgh. We are en route because Herb and I, along with our buddy Brendan McCaffrey, we are going to check out Sox and Pirates live in Pittsburgh. It's our first baseball road trip in two years. I'm trying to think of yeah, in, for, in two years for us, almost two and a half years, we went to Yankee Stadium. Back in 2019 in uh, April, I believe it was, or early May. Boy, mm-hmm. what, a, what a good time we had. That was one of those trips that you take with you. I uh, love that trip. So we're going to try to uh, get get the gang back together again and have another road trip and celebrate the world opening up again. So um, it's here, man. And then Herb sends me a 
a uh, weather forecast for Pittsburgh this week, and we are going to talk about this this series, and it is a big two-game set here for the White Sox, and we'll talk about why it's important in a little bit, but Herb sends me the weather forecast last night, and he, he tells me that it's a 50% chance of rain on Tuesday, which is game one, which is tonight, and uh, a high of 66 and a low of 54, a little chilly hoodie weather, hoodie and shorts weather, hopefully without the rain. And then Wednesday, sunny, high of 73 with a low of 48. So my only hope is that the rain that we either saw or did not see uh, on Monday night uh, has passed through and the, the last of it will be here this morning here in Pittsburgh. I know this is kind of trippy for you folks, but I know a lot of people are making the trip down to Pittsburgh, and we look forward to seeing a lot of you guys and gals out there. Uh, if you see us, say hello. Um, but yeah, man, Herb, uh, how excited are we to be making our way down to Pittsburgh today? I just can't believe it's finally here. We've been talking about it for a long time, and me and you, let's see, when's the last time? When, 2018, 2017? I last have time it. We went Two, up there? 2018, I have the box score right here. Funny you mentioned that. May 15th, 2018. The Buckos beat the Sox seven to nothing. We couldn't even get one goddamn run scored. Uh, they scattered seven hits that night. Uh, the winning pitcher for the Pirates was Trevor Williams, the current Cub, uh, and the loss for the Sox uh, was Ronaldo Lopez. The the Sox threw out Ronaldo Lopez, Chris Beck, Aaron Bummer, and Chris Volstad came in to mop up. At the end. <laughs> we we deserve this, man. We deserve at least one victory, if not two. Uh, but big hits uh, that that night from the Pirates, uh, coming off the bat of uh, you know uh, Josh Bell, Colin Moran. Uh, Sean Rodriguez uh, getting in on the mix. So that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, so that's the last game we saw in Pittsburgh, May 15, 2018. And then you got to go back. We were there. Basically we're going every three years at this point, which I think is a tradition unlike any other. And uh, I have no problem going in 2024 again, but our first time there was a real doozy. Uh, the Sox lost 11 to nothing. Mm. This is wild. They haven't scored one run in any of our <laughs> trips to Pittsburgh. So the bar is very low here, but they lost 11 nothing June 15th, 2015, in front of 25,000 at PNC. And uh, the, the winning pitcher for that one was Francisco Liliano, and the loser... And that one was Carlos Rodon. <laughs> he he gave up seven earned runs, uh, three strikeouts in uh, in three and two thirds innings pitched. Uh, Daniel Webb, R.I.P., uh, came into that game. Hector Noesi and Junior Guerra uh, mopping that one up uh, in a White Sox loss uh, with the, a lineup of Eaton, Ramirez, Abreu, Avisail Garcia, Melky, and Gordon Beckham. Yolmer and Tyler Flowers were in the lineup that day, and of course Carlos Rodon was doing. Uh, he was pitching that game, so we we've got we've we've got some work to do here. Um, this is by far the best team that we've seen in Pittsburgh that the White Sox are throwing against, and the pitching matchup for tonight's game. If you guys are, are on your way to, to check it out, it's going to be Lucas Giolito. Going for the Sox, he's five and five with a three eight six against Tyler Anderson. Anderson, he's a he's a lefty with uh, an earn run average of four eight nine on the year. He's three and seven. So hopefully the Sox can get the ship right. And ironically, Lucas Giolito, his last start against the Pirates was, of course, the no hitter. And Lucas has not been particularly good uh, against National League teams. 
He's got a 5.49 earn run average, but he is 1-0 against the Pirates. Uh, uh, starts tonight, man. Got to get this thing in the right direction. Got to put the taste of that Houston series uh, out of our mouths with, with a victory tonight. And just we need it just for morale. How about a run at least tonight, Herbie? Yeah, and what our guys always and what we start off with this is the pitching. That's what this team lives off of. We've had one rotation of this uh, pitching staff that wasn't great, except for Carlos Rodon. Where, I mean, Lucas' uh, start in Chicago versus Tampa was really good, so we need to get him back on the bump. And a team that he no-hit last year, a team that he's familiar with, a team that's familiar with him in in Pittsburgh. And if it's overcast and if it's rainy, hopefully they'll keep the ball down and keep it in the ballpark for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But a lefty's on the bump for the Pirates, so that's time to feast As if you're the White Sox. So it's a mid-four, high-five ERA for Tyler Anderson, a guy that I've never really heard of before, but that means <laughs> the old White Sox would struggle versus him. But this White Sox team, especially coming off of that Houston where they have some tough lefties and tough righties in that pitching rotation, I think it's time to feast for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'll be looking forward to a ass whooping tonight when we're sitting in the seats at PNC. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if it's going to rain a little bit, if the ball's going to be slick, maybe Liam Hendricks, we can see him act like a crazy, crazy person in person. You know, Monica and Rachel maybe can uh, out there. Maybe we can Monica. And maybe we could sit out there with Rachel. Monica or Rachel. Uh, thank you very much. That's delayed. one of the greatest things about that ballpark. <laughs> you can have access to anywhere you want to. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about the ballpark. But first of all, over under on speeding tickets uh, for for your boy here uh, set at at point five. Um, I did get a speeding ticket last year on my way up to Michigan. It was the first vacation in the middle of a pandemic, and we were really excited to get there. And uh, they, they caught me pretty much right at the uh, the Michigan border. Uh, so I, I learned my lesson there. So do, do, you, do you believe in me that we can uh, – because we are going to share the driving, I believe. So uh, mm-hmm. over under uh, at point five uh, speeding tickets. I think you're not going to get any, <laughs> so I'm going to go under on uh, yeah. that one. I For myself, I'm going to be doing – five to 10 miles over the speed limit, put in cruise control and just yeah. chilling as we go drive in from uh, probably I'm thinking we're switching at Ohio and I'll do the rest of the driving from Ohio into Pigsburg. So yeah, I think we're both going to be solid this uh, time. I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. We got to, make- I don't know what time we're getting off uh, when we're going to be able to, be able to drive to Pittsburgh. Cause it's about a seven, eight hour trip uh, straight through Pittsburgh from Chicago. So I don't know if we get to leave early, it'll be better for everybody involved. We'll miss traffic from Chicago, we'll miss traffic through mm-hmm. Cleveland because yep. there's no traffic. Cleveland's <laughs> terrible. And we'll get there at a reasonable hour at 10 o'clock before Pittsburgh closes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, just a friendly reminder for those of you looking to indulge in uh, adult beverages. Uh, most bars and restaurants in in the downtown area uh, they close pretty early there. So, um, in terms of uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go under on the speeding tickets. I'm not even going to set it five to ten miles an hour over. I'm just going to set it right at the limit and see where we're at. And I'm not even going to be in the left-handed lane this time. I'm going to be the middle lane the whole time. So, uh, where does PNC Park rank for you, Herb? In terms of uh, favorite parks that you've ever been to, because you've been to some to some really good ones. PNC is my favorite. We had the everybody telling us once we go to whatever they call Pac Bell AT&T Park now, I think it's called Oracle Park in San Francisco. We had tickets for last year um, to fly out and see the game with the White Sox, but that got canceled. I'm looking forward to it. It looks beautiful there, but it's going to be really hard to beat PNC because picturesque, you have access to the stadium from the 
Roberto Clemente Bridge, which they closed down to traffic around the ballpark. Then the Bill Mazeroski statue, Roberto Clemente. You got Willie Stargell. They have rich history in Pittsburgh, so you can recall on that. Hon- we went Honus Wagner in, in front, right? Honus Wagner is the one that greets you in the in the, in the very front of PNC, correct? That's, that sounds right. Yeah. And it's like like we did the tour. They have the Pittsburghese going on for themselves. Oh, yeah. The tour guy, we're going to look forward to that weird accent. It's like, we're only seven hours away. Why do you talk like this? <laughs> yeah, no no tours. I look to see, uh, but because mm. of COVID or whatever, they're not doing tours. So that's like, you know. If Sully can't get mad at us. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if, 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 you know, you can't make the tour, you know, you're not missing a ton, but you are missing the accent. Like they'll, they'll bring out some, some guy in his late sixties, early seventies, who's been an usher there forever. And, you know, they, they work a part-time gig and they do a fine job, but they have the great accent and they can, they can tell you all about the rotunda. Just go up the rotunda and you'll see the ATM over there. And then they'll tell you about how the old stadium, the three river stadium, that was a cookie cutter stadium, but now ours is beautiful. Uh, So it's one of my favorite things about that town in terms of aspects to like accent uh, to just niceness of people in the town and architecture and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's why it's one of, one of my favorite slept on cities there, but uh, there's, there's a lot of things you could do uh, when, when you're there. I, maybe I don't think it's going to happen this time, but every time I go Bernstein, Dan Bernstein asks me if I check out the Andy Warhol museum, mm-hmm. I always tell him, yeah, man, definitely for sure. Next time. And this will be time number three. And I was an art major before I got onto radio. So you'd think I'd appreciate that. Uh, but uh, no, I have not had a chance to go stare at shoot canes uh so we'll see if we can make that work this time but uh it is uh it's 20 years this year of pnc park it opened up in in 2001 and as herb mentioned if you have a chance that's my favorite uh sight line of, of the park as you like go in on the roberto clemente bridge side if you can um and and that's that's a great photo opportunity because you've got the roberto clemente statue against the Roberto Clemente Bridge, and it's really a beautiful part of the, of the ballpark. I think we're going to spend a lot of our time there mm-hmm. because that is the home uh, of uh, Manny Sanguian's Barbecue, which our guy James Fox from Future Sox recommended that, that we actually get to this time because I think last time we went, we were just loading up on snacks and we, yep. were, we were going to go out to eat after. But now I think I'm going to indulge on some food at the ballpark. But uh, are you down for that? Are you down for some for some crab, crab fries and then Manny Sanguian's Barbecue? Chick- Chicky and Pete's, right? Hell yeah, Chicky and Pete's. That I don't even know what that is. That's like an East Coast thing, right? Like, was they, mm-hmm. obviously they don't have that here, but a, the Chicky and Pete's crab fry, one of my favorite uh, side. You know, it's not quite the elotes as far as uh, uniqueness, but it's all it is is fries with Old Bay sprinkled on it, and then they have like this aioli that they serve uh, on on the side. So it's it's really awesome. It's one of my favorite things to eat, and our guy John Shank was already uh, speculating that that's what I'll be consuming, and I, I got to say, not wrong uh, on that count. But, uh, I, you know, as far as food goes, ballpark food, it's probably not one of the better parks that I've been to, but, hey, maybe we'll have Manny Sangian's barbecue and we'll be uh, singing a different tune. Yeah, and, they, of course, they have a Manny Brothers inside there. I didn't think the time I've gone to PNC and had their Permani Brothers is as good as the one we went to that late night in Pittsburgh. I think it was like 9 o'clock we walked from the game to another downtown area where that uh, Permani Brothers was done correctly. It, the fries were nice and hot. I think if I was advising the Permani Brothers people, I would add another level of crunch. So maybe toast the bread instead of it having to be soggy because it's all mush. Like the bread's soft, the lettuce is soft, the meat is soft, the fries are soft, and then it's all softness. Add a little crunch in there. 
That's free advice for you, Pittsburgh, if you're listening. Well, I'm wondering if they have like a like I know they do like a breakfast style sandwich. I wonder if there's one an option you can get with bacon. But yeah, the Permani Brothers is one of the few spots that's relatively close to downtown that's open. I, if it's not 24 hours, it's pretty damn late. I know there's one by by Heinz Field. There is what the one we went to a few years back, um, and you know it was it was fine. It was probably it would have been better if we would have been drinking more. So maybe we need mm-hmm. to drink drink some more this time around. <laughs> Yingling available on draft and big cans too. That's another yeah. thing I like about Pittsburgh. Yeah, the drinks that you can't get in Chicago. It's delicious icy light. I know I don't know if you can get icy here, but it doesn't sound. No, like I don't know. I don't think so. Here. Yeah, you can't get Yingling here. Uh, our 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 region rats from our Northwest Indiana people they can get Yingling over there, but we cannot get it in Chicago. So those are some delicacies there, and I, and I you cannot let me forget to uh, bring back a case of Iron City Light for our guy Wani Dave Wanstead, who uh, who I adore. So I'm going to surprise him with a case of Iron City Light. Uh, what should we listen to on the way? I have not had a chance to compile a a playlist. We do always check out the score for a little bit, but then eventually, we, you know, it kind of signal phases out a little bit. So what should we listen to? I'm thinking I haven't caught up on a couple of the podcasts. So some of the good people here. Uh, Nick from uh, Good Guys Talk White Sox is going to be going out there to Pittsburgh. His podcast is good to listen to. Always good to listen to Bad Guy Radio, uh, King Mack and those folks over yeah. there doing some good stuff about White Sox, uh, black and white fandoms you know he's a black dude sometimes he talks to a uh, ken wo who's a white cat and they have a little difference of opinion not because hey he's a black guy hey he's a white <laughs> guy but it's there's there's some elements there smoke room is good there too but i would always be good with just listening to some old school hip-hop you know me yeah. and you introduced me to uh and a guy that you're like her you know you would really like this guy and you introduced me to mf doom i was like who the oh what yeah. all right this is some stuff he, he intertwines the music that i like and just raps so br- brilliantly over the top of him so if we can get into some mf or some other people that i wouldn't necessarily know is your work as the hip-hop project led you to a lot of good artists that maybe are underground that have been not got their shine on the on the uh, forefront. Yeah, we certainly have enough uh, uh, 90s hip-hop. Maybe Rick Hahn can uh, tag along with us and appreciate some of that. I got enough of that on my phone. Uh, so a lot of Alex Jones Infowars. Got it. That's what I heard. So uh, <laughs> imagine listening to eight hours of Alex Jones consecutively. Uh, we're going we're we gonna, to... We're, we storm the Capitol. We're, we're, we're going right we're to we're find out what that'll sound like. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll preview uh, game two of the Pirates series a Wednesday day game uh, in the next segment here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Wealthfront. You know, stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax-loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Weatherfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash 
Locked on MLB. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need to get started is 500 bucks. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000, man, slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash MLB and get started today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So you look at Wednesday's game, a day game in Pittsburgh. This is an ideal situation. We are staying for both games and then getting out of town immediately after uh, game one ends or at some point, maybe if it's a blowout, maybe even earlier, uh, hopefully if the Sox will be blowing them out. Um, but it's going to be Dylan Cease, 5-3 and three with a 3.99 ERA coming off that rough outing against the Astros. Um, Astros, right? Yeah, he pitched game one of that Astros series, did he not? He did. Yes, okay, yeah, sorry. Everything's blending together. He's going up against uh, Chase DeJong, and he's a righty 0-1 with a 4-2-6 ERA. So, again, this is... The Pirates earlier in the season, I would say, yeah, this is a cakewalk. But they took they just took two games from Cleveland. Um, you know, in baseball, I've certainly seen it all. I would not have expect the Sox to get swept out of Houston, so I'm not taking anything for granted. But this will be an, uh, a perfect opportunity for Dylan Cease to, to bounce back against the lineup. Let's face it; they're just not they're not as good as the Astros. Like you know, this there were this is this just facts right here. So that'll be a good opportunity for Dylan to to bounce back and get things on the right track again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him doing that. I mean, if he is a bum slayer and he do, does that to Detroit, Pittsburgh's not too far off the Detroit uh, track right there. And some would say they're a little bit worse uh, for, for hitters. So I think Dylan's going to be his best self when he goes against the Pirates on Wednesday afternoon. I cannot wait to see him after we see that great victory on Tuesday. I'm predicting it, damn it. It's back. I guarantee the victory ooh, on Tuesday. Ooh. And damn it, Dylan Cease is going to give us a great opportunity to win both of those games and have some good feelings coming back here to have reopening day versus the Seattle Mariner. Yeah, man, that's wow. You don't get these guarantees often, folks, so you better you better take it to the bank. Guarantee. Uh, put uh, your money down on it. Uh, disclaimer, do not put your money down on it. Um, <laughs> we are not responsible for you winning or losing money here. Um, that's a pretty big shoe. Uh, so one of my <laughs> favorite things that, I, that I'm looking forward to doing is just seeing people again. Uh, if you want to come say what's up, as I said earlier, please do. We, we, we made it known that we'll be out there. I think we'll be relatively low-key on Tuesday night because we're going to do something that I'm really looking forward to, probably most of all, other than getting with you guys. But uh, we're going to try to visit uh, Len Casper and Darren Jackson from the Sox radio team because they are traveling. Uh, the, a lot of broadcasters are not traveling with the teams, but they've been traveling since very early on, if not the very beginning of the year. And uh, we're going to hopefully see them. I don't know what the, the situation is up gets, getting us up to the press box, but that was one of the last times we saw uh, Ed. The last handful of times we saw him was back in 2018, Ed Farmer, uh, when we were at PNC. And just one of the great experiences that we've ever had, I think, uh, in any of these ballpark tours, these ballpark trips, was you know getting a chance to chop it up with, with Ed and DJ. It's what we do every time. 
but we go to see the Sox, so it's going to be very, very weird without Ed there. We miss him dearly, but I'm looking forward to saying hello to Len Casper, who I haven't seen in a long time, and I'm trying to remember if I've even ever met in person. I've talked to him over the on the radio a bunch of times. I, sh- I had to have, but I can't remember if I did for sure or not, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys also. So that's why Tuesday, you may not see us all socked out in our socks regalia, uh, mm-hmm. but I think Wednesday... Uh, we'll be harder to spot Tuesday, I think, but we're not necessarily hard to miss, the three of us. And then Wednesday, I think, if I'm going to rock the Ed Farmer jersey uh, during the day game, hopefully get some sun. Uh, but, yeah, come say what's up to us uh, if you see us. Definitely. We want to see and put some faces to names that have been on Twitter, been following us, and been listening to this show in particular. We want to uh, maybe uh, bend, bend, bend an elbow and drink a beer or two or three. Like we met John Schenk that one time in Pittsburgh. He will not be able to make it. This oh, time, that's but... tough, tough, tough on my pocketbook. You know, I had that beer. I was going to I was going to buy him. But now counts, counts, John. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You, counts. Yeah. He, he bought you a beer in Pittsburgh and you just didn't pick it up. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, please. You know, I, I think that's what I've learned this past year, like. I'm really looking forward to going, obviously, but I think I'm I'm really like after we we deal with our our obligations and, and meet the people that we're gonna meet and say what's up to to Len and DJ, like we'll 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 take off our our press hat <laughs> and then we'll get down there and get after it, man. Because I I could I could go for a few cold ones in a baseball game. Like the the one game that I went to this year, this will only be my second. Uh, actual, actually, my third game, but my second appearance at a Sox game. I did go to the doubleheader against the Orioles, where they won both games, but we were freezing our asses off. And that we went the night before, and it was rained out. So as far as days at the ballpark where you see a game, this is actually only number two on the year. So it's going to be quite a novelty for me to get out to the ballpark, and I'm looking forward to doing ballpark things where we don't have to to worry about uh, driving back home and whatnot. So yeah, I, and it's been a long year for a lot of us, man. If if you guys are making this road trip, I'm sure you you guys can relate. Um, my daughter just finished first grade after nearly an entire year. Of, of remote learning like you know she was doing remote learning back when they were not even prepared for it when she was in kindergarten when the pandemic took everyone by surprise and trying to make the best of that and trying to teach your kid how to read and write over over zoom and it's just it was it was not you know I'll look back at the experience favorably because I, I spent more time with my with my child than had we had intended because normally that she would be in school and you learn a lot of, of, of things about your child and a lot of rewarding experiences. But, man, it was a tough year for a lot of people and a lot of you have lost loved ones. So if this is like your first real opportunity to, to let loose and enjoy life again because life is always worth enjoying, let's be honest. But but now with the world opening up and, you know, no masks, I'm assuming, uh, down there in Pittsburgh uh, in most places. So I know that's it's like that here in Chicago and Chicago is kind of early in terms of that stuff and, 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 and getting back and loosening restrictions. So I hope it's uh, some of the same in Pittsburgh, but for a lot of you guys, it's been a stressful year. And uh, I know for myself personally, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to go down there, but I, I'm looking forward to unwinding a little bit. You may see a version of me like you've never seen before. Herb, is what I'm saying. Hey man, <laughs> you deserve it. What we've done, but we're not going to be on the field. We're not going to be fighting people in the stands, guys. We know how to behave out here in these streets, especially the Pittsburgh streets, and we have a great time. Nice and jo- enjoyable to just get away to a city that you enjoy. Like you say, it's the most slept-on city, one of the most slept-on cities in the world. And I agree. Like if you guys are on the fence right now and you're listening to this on a Tuesday and you're thinking, man, I'm going to go bump it. Seriously, yeah. make the choice. Go yes. right now. 
leave your place. It's only seven hours. Get to Pittsburgh and enjoy yourselves. It's going to be a great time, great atmosphere, and we're going to be there. So you might as well. Might as well, indeed. And, you know, no one ever said on their deathbed, man, I wish I would have seen less things. You know, no, like, you know, especially if you're in driving distance, like, why not? If you're if you're one of the people that listens to this show midnight, you're one of the early people who checks us out. Get some sleep, hop in the car first thing in the morning and get your ass down to Pittsburgh, man. It's a it's a really good time and a beautiful ballpark, man. And to pay off a question I asked you, I think it's my number one. Um, You know, I haven't been back to Fenway in well over a decade. So my memories of that place are just that it's a memory. Uh, and it fades by the day as I get older. But, you know, Fenway's up there for me. But I I don't see, on even on its best day, uh, it could be better than PNC. And Petco is up there as well. Petco may have leapfrogged Fenway because I'm a prisoner of the moment. And I, I, I went to uh, Petco in 2018 as well. So, but yeah, PNC, by far my favorite ballpark in terms of the, the people in the town, the, the construction of the ballpark. No park, you know, meshes the city itself into the aesthetic of the ballpark quite like like PNC does. And and I wish the Sox could have executed that. And you've seen other Baltimore's like up right up there. And of course San Francisco, which we have never been to, as we said, is up there in terms of meshing the the exterior and, and the personality of the city with the ballpark. But Pittsburgh, it's hard to imagine someone that, that does it better. So that, that's why I love it. I love the character. I love the unique aspect of it. And I think maybe if we get to a mailbag this week, well, someone asked us about what we think about the Bears possibly moving or the White Sox possibly moving to where the Bears would be would be uh, vacating the, the current spot where Soldier Field is. We'll talk about that later in the week, but I think that would be a, a close one, too, if the Sox could get that right. But uh, we'll uh, take a quick time out here and we'll preview tomorrow's show next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. There's so many things you could bet on each and every day at BetOnline.ag. It's got all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and even your UFC MMA action. Got a huge series with the Cardinals this week. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the latest news and odds, and you can sign up for bonuses and contest information. If you're someone who likes to play the Dow, you can bet on what the final digit of the Dow is going to be each and every day, okay? When I tell you they have everything, they have everything. I'm also looking at the hot dog eating contest this year, Joey Chestnut. Right now, the over-under set at 74.5 hot dogs for Joey Chestnut for Wednesday, June 30th, 2021, the hot dog eating contest for this year. You want to bet on the New York lottery? You can do that. You can bet on whether or not the number is going to be odd or even. I'm telling you, they've got all your betting needs covered here at Bet Online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code. Locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code Locked On for your fifty percent welcome bonus. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by Rock Auto. You know, friends, there's so many different makes and models of cars these days. It's become impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that your car is ever going to need. So why endure? 
that often pointless or seemingly intimidating process of asking the person behind the counter if they have the parts that you need and they ask you the question like, is your Honda Odyssey an LX or is it an EX? And you don't remember. Uh, you just want to drive the thing out of there and make sure you're good. So why endure all that when you can get all the parts that your car is ever going to need at rockauto.com? For example, there's a, a rental car crisis going on in America right now. A lot of people are trying to find rental cars at their vacation destination only to find out that a lot of places have gotten rid of their fleets uh, during covid so, you know, my dad is looking to go out to California and he's trying to make sure that his car is running in tip top shape. So I told him he's buying all these auto parts coming up here. I said, if you're going to do that, go to rockauto.com because they're going to have all the parts that your car is going to need, no matter what make and model for your vehicle you're looking for. But best of all, you're going to save time and money when you go there because you don't have to go to one of these big chain storefronts and only to find out that they don't have the parts that your car needs. Plus, why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store when you don't have to? Or even your car dealership? Forget about it. RockAuto.com is a family business, friends, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers like you and I online for over 20 years. They've got everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So if you're hitting the open road this summer, go to RockAuto.com. You don't want to get stranded out there. Make sure your car is running tip-top shape. You'll see all the parts available for your car or truck and do us this favor right locked on in the Haja Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Wednesday show, we are talking with our guy, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, please call him Sully, please. Um, and don't curse in front of him. Um, we're going to talk to our guy, Sully, from Locked on MLB. And basically, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you folks, this is an opportunity for us to not have to do a, a recap after a game where we, we are three sheets to the wind. Um, so this was a conversation we had with Sully. Uh, you have not heard it on, on this channel before. We aired a conversation we had with Sully about the Tony La Russa hire and other White Sox things. The Lance, This was after the Lance Lynn trade. So this was done a while ago, but we had a really cool conversation about uniforms and more to that point of blending the city's culture with the team's culture and team and fan identity and White Sox identity. We had a really fun conversation with an out-of-towner about that. So you will hear that tomorrow in its entirety. And then on Thursday, I believe, we will recap our our uh, our, our you know trip to Pittsburgh. So uh, that's what's coming up the, the rest of the week here as the, uh, the Sox look ahead. They have another off day on Thursday. And then the Mariners are back on the south side with 100% capacity opening up on the south side for the Sox. So uh, that's all I got today, Herb. Uh, let's have a good trip, shall we? Indeed. That is Chris Tannehill. My name is Herb Lawrence. He can be followed at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. Me, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter, Instagram, and go to YouTube and subscribe at Locked on Socks for our show. 312-566-8727 is the way you can leave a voice message and do it on Monday and or Tuesday and Wednesday while we're at the game guys, because we're going to be watching the game from the stands. So if you see some, Jason says <laughs> something and the big hurt who's sitting in this week for Steve stone. If uh, the big hurt says something and I, I uh, tipped Tanny off to something that grew to Friday or Saturday. Uh, it was very funny. He was, what did he say? Like hindsight is a uh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hindsight is a uh, whatever. Well, well, maybe we don't get the, you know, whenever I think about the big hurt in the booth, I think about that time where he was in there for that Royal series that I think 10 or 11 years ago. Sorry you had to sit through this. I really am. This really sucks. 
<laughs> a hawker who apologizing on behalf of the, the the White Sox for playing bad in front of the Hall of Famer. Uh, but yeah, so that that'll be interesting. If if you meet us and you have uh, you know your impressions of us, leave it on the voicemail and we'll let those rip uh, in the next show. Be like, yeah, I, met I will not be high like I was in Colorado. If you are one of those people that met me in Colorado and thought I was probably a dick, they were nice. I wasn't nice that day, but I was really high, so I will not be high in Pittsburgh. I might be drunk though. What's this? What's the sitch? Uh, is it legalized down there? Down there? <laughs> in the big did, ass states? Did Yins, it should did, be. Did Yins legalize it or, or not? <laughs> I'm sure it is. It better be. There's yeah. no way that big ass state is missing out on all that good ass revenue. All these colleges in that city and two big, uh, huge metro. Uh, metropolises yeah so, let me see pennsylvania i forgot better to have some goddamn weed ready <laughs> um i forgot you get some of that I, there's got to be a strand called mean joe green right you would think i mean patent pending if there's not one already uh but one thing i did think of just now they're expecting some rain today i hope it's passed by the time you hear this and we're good to go for a game tonight but i'll be honest with you i'm just happy to get out of the house uh, it could rain both nights uh, both days and i would probably be okay with that but uh, it, it reminded me of when we took the tour, the PNC Park tour last time, and we, we went to see the press box area. Oh, heavens. Uh, don't worry. There was no working media in the press box at that moment when we went to go see it. Uh, but I remember Herb asked a question, why the river uh, was brown? Uh, I forgot which one, if it was the, the, the Ohio, the Allegheny, or the Monongahela. I forgot which one of the three rivers was brown. But Herb asked, uh, it, was a, it was a beautiful you know, backdrop of the city from the press box view of PNC Park and Herb asked why the why the water was brown and uh, their answer to that question was I think he says try to match the rivers or something like that and then like the I forgot what he said he, he said because the, it rained because it rained the soil like went into the water <laughs> yeah. yeah from the rain he said the soil from the from the mountains uh w- you know it got wet and it went down into the water and it made the water brown uh yeah. you know it's fine at the time I'm like okay whatever so uh, hopefully we we get treated to some more of that great brown water <laughs> delicious i love it right. i and i had a good conversation on sunday with brendan he's bringing some good stuff some taylor ham some bagels yeah uh, some, some some nice scotches out there some maybe some irish whiskey cigars i saw you you're bringing some good I, stuff. i got so. some stuff for brendan he uh him and his goodly wife katie they're out in new jersey so they're bringing new jersey delicacies to us in pittsburgh that we can't get in chicago and we are bringing chicago delicacies to him that he can't get in new jersey so i've got quite a quite a quite a gag here for him i have a uh I haven't gotten the basket yet, but it's basically it's like if the uh, if the Easter Bunny was the Jardinera Bunny. He asked for hot mm. Jardinera uh, from Chicago because they can't get that condiment in New Jersey, which I thought was weird. Um, you know, especially in a, in a it's hot, big, a, huge Italian uh, with a, a, sector. With, yeah, with an Italian contingent, any any grocery store is going to have a big section with with stuff like that because you come here. And you can get all all your your mufalada and all that stuff here, like and jardinera, but they can't get it out there. So I have like this little gift basket prepared of jardineras for Brendan. I've got all the varieties because they asked for Vienna beef, but I'm like, come on, I I'm a Marconi guy. I got him a Marconi one. I got him a Ditka's Koch Koch jardinera, and also Bona Bona beef's got their own jardinera. So I got quite a, a variety. Like they they they're gonna have. Uh, you know, enough jardinera to last them through the zombie apocalypse. So I'm looking forward to to seeing the look on his face when he opens up his jardinera gift basket. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. And uh, that's all I got today, Herb. That is Chris Tannehill. I'm Herb Lawrence. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Socks.
Ian's get down there to Pittsburgh. <laughs>